Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. Why? Starting off with a bunch of curveballs here. I'm doing good. I had a good training session. Yeah. What made it good? Um, I haven't really felt like working out lately. <clears throat> so it was good that I was open to doing something, not going into it kind of with a negative attitude. So that was good. And I felt really strong today after a rest day yesterday. So that was also good. Um, if I'm honest, I'm happy Please. with how the day is going, but I'm also appropriately so probably for this podcast. Like I definitely feel a little bit of, yeah, like an edge, like some of the stuff in the news today, like that's kind of bothering me, not bothering me, but like the workout doesn't just like miraculously take away everything that's going on, which is kind of ironically what we're talking about today. But, yeah, well, um, workouts can, and 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 they do serve a value for stress relief. Absolutely. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, if we think of a pipe, mm-hmm. and if there's a valve on a pipe, like a release valve mm-hmm. or whatever, that can often be the workouts. That can be fitness. Sure. But if all you're doing is releasing the pressure. Mm-hmm you're not looking at what's causing the pressure. Right, right. So, and everybody's pressure builds up at a different rate. There could be a block, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of different things. And so when we say, oh, that's how I deal with stress, well, I get the The sentiment behind that. The idea would be kind of minimizing that it's not just constant pressure all the time that you're Right, because there's only so much you're going to be able to work out. Right. There's only so much that you can do what you did today and what do you, like I always like my test my test <laughs> hold on all right we're back after a quick pause um but the if you're never really looking at the pressure and it's just yeah but the test that I always pass this stuff by is how do you implement this when you're driving 75 miles an hour on the on down the road Right. And so that's where a lot of this stuff, I think we have to workouts are good. Mm -hmm. Journaling is good. Mm -hmm. Meditation is good. But if you we need to be able to develop a variety of tools so that we can use them in situations where, um, yes, perhaps. And one of the reasons with that is because, yes, driving is also an area that (laughs) creates quite a bit of stress for folks. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, If you're always doing, if you're always using workouts as a way to relieve stress, well, you're not, it's like using aspirin or medication or ibuprofen or whatever NSAIDs to deal with an injury and it's not addressing the cause. And so we do, yeah, that's when we do want to, so we, yeah, so we were going to talk about stress. We've been wanting to talk about this topic for a few weeks now, probably a little over a month actually, maybe even two, but whatever. Uh, I do think it's probably a appropriate time. Actually, I, I know it's the right time to talk about it because I've had a lot of people share similar sentiments across a very diverse, you know, snapshot of people. It's not the same people from the same location doing the same thing. And so the spread is very wide. But they're all saying kind of the they're same thing. They're all saying the same yeah. thing. Which is... Which is... I'm, like, frustrated. On edge. On edge. Not feeling myself. Down. Kind of lacking motivation. Yeah, just kind of lacking a little bit of motivation. Mm-hmm. Lacking a little bit of inspiration. Lacking a little bit of connection. Uh, people that journal, they're like, I'm frustrated with my journal practice. People that work out, they're like, I just don't really feel the pop. Um... And so it's like, well, what's going on there? And it's enough people. And that includes you and I. That includes us, for sure. And um, it's enough people and it's different enough people to then realize, okay, this is sort of what we're doing or what we're dealing with. And that's what we want to talk about today. So, but that is good that you had a good workout. Yeah. Because you don't usually feel like not working out. 
that's like a rare thing for you to be like, not to say that, and it's easy to look at how hard you work and all that and be like, oh yeah, well you just love working out. Like that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's, it's less common for you to be like, fuck, I really don't want to work out today. And I do think one of the things that was helpful for me, whether it is valuable or not for other people, um, one of the things that was helpful for me today was doing stuff I don't normally, like I haven't done, whether that's like a movement, the weight, like I didn't have like a predetermined expectation. And I think that kind of helped keep me engaged. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? Yes. It wasn't like this, so you well, did, I'm going to do this. I know how that goes. So and I'm you gonna do did that. something that you don't normally do. Like you did something that you don't normally like do or experimenting. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. going to tie directly into one of the, one of the how to's. I want to get to that, uh, about how we can create positive experiences for ourselves in the presence of stress, but it's important to look at, okay, what is, what the, like, what the fuck are we going to talk about today? Right. And so the overall theme is, and I talked with this to the tribe, BT tribe a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. is like the big three stress influencers. And this is not my opinion. This is not some wild hair idea. This is science. This is nervous system. This is uh, studied in psychology. Like this is way beyond my thing. Right. There's three influences to our system, to our state, to ourselves that trigger and create a stress response, which then leads to stress levels and a whole kind of chain reaction. Before you get into that, stress. I Uh think that's like an important thing to define because I think a lot of people just think like it almost has this cliche or like stress, but stress response, like that's a physical response in the body. It's not just like I'm so stressed today. So we can... can Immediately disarm the insecurities and judgment that come with the word stress and refer to it as, uh, well, in this case, we'll just say an external influence that creates a response within us that has, you know, pros and cons, Mm -hmm. positive and negative consequences that we are largely not in control of. So like the temperature, the temperature outside that... That yeah, so, so, so there's things called um, heat shock pro- or uh, yeah, heat shock proteins and whatnot, and that's a big thing in evolution with how they look at, and this is like organisms, like little microscopic mm-hmm. things, and so how those proteins evolved due to heat exposure. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's like kind of way down the thing sure. of like I remember, you know, whatever. Uh, so stress, yes, there's the environment outside, no mm-hmm. different than if it was. And you, if you're walking through the Arctic tundra, right. there's a stress there. There's an external influence that creates a response, a physiological response in your body. And we know every physiological response is also accompanied by a psychological response. Okay. So there's a bunch of different things that do stress out people. And some people deal with some things better than others, but across the board, the three, the big three stress influences are novelty, uncertainty, and uncontrollability. Okay. That is common to all. Okay. That is things we all share. Now, you might say that your ability to deal with novel things or uncertain things or things you don't control, you're good. Like, that doesn't apply to me, mm-hmm. and uh, you're fucking wrong. Right. It does apply to you. Mm-hmm. So to dismiss that is to dismiss the very essence of being a human being. Mm-hmm. You're not a robot. You're not a machine. Even though we like to think that we build, you know, we're, we're a machine. Like, right. we're not. And that should be celebrated. It should be celebrated that you respond to these types of right. things. Because if you don't, you're questionably something is not working in your system yeah You're meant to respond yeah are, because yeah. our system is designed to protect us so what would be like an example of a of a and because we talk about like primordial like i keep using this word primordial like a a very primal example of like a novelty yeah. that would stress us so here's a, here's a, here's what i'll say uh 
all three, check, 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 coronavirus. Yeah. When this thing first kicked off, what did they literally call it? A novel coronavirus. Right. Coronavirus is not COVID-19. Right. COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. A novel coronavirus. Something we've never we seen. We haven't seen this before. We don't know anything. Right? Simply, when we look at novelty, we can just think this is new. And for most people, new things, everybody can relate to that. New job, new place, new whatever, new workout. It's like, ooh, this is... This is okay. new. This is a little... There's a stress response there because you don't have a prediction for it. Your body is thinking... Your your system is looking at it and saying, I haven't seen this before. Mm-hmm. This is new. What is this? What's I have be to like? be... And what, what, what happens physiologically is you become on alert now. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, I mean, and that could be good. Of course. Right. Stress is not bad. Yeah. Stress is not good. Stress is not bad. Mm-hmm. It is an influence right. that has a response. That's all. We judge it. And then there's the whole like, oh, so-and-so is just stressed out and right. miserable. And it's like, yeah, you know who else is stressed out? The All of these athletes mm-hmm. that people, uh, what's it called? That, that, that people aspire to be or, or look up to. Yeah. What do you think they've done? They didn't just like wink and click their heels together mm-hmm. to get muscle growth. They stressed themselves out. Right. The application and the relationship with stress is where ultimately it's going to sort of depend. Sure. So, so Corona's novel. Well, COVID cor- is novel. COVID novel. fits all of this. Yes, we were just going through. So it's yeah. novel. So, so novelty, right? Mm-hmm. Is what is this? This is new. I haven't seen this before. Yeah. Body's like, I need to pay the fuck attention because I'm not really sure what what, what this thing is. Right. Uncertainty. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, we've gone through that, and just to like look at that for a second. Every person could probably fill two pages with the uncertainty of their jobs, their families, their vacations, the little yeah. things to the big things. Yeah. yeah. When we think about uncertainty, we can simply look at uh, like, yeah, we're not sure how this is going to go. Right. How long is it going to go? Don't know. Yeah. Okay. Don't know. Like, and then the like worst how many, of all. How many questions are we asking ourselves or others or day. whatever? Yeah. And the answer is the, the true answer, not the lazy answer. The true answer is, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, when are you going to be able to open your gym again? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, when are you going to, are you going to work from home forever? Or is it going to, I don't know. Yeah. Are and, kids and, going back to school? I don't and know. And similarly, I think like to make it a neutral thing, there's sometimes in life where like the uncertainty, we talk about that being a good thing, you know, of like, course. and again, it's not good or bad, but I think it's just interesting to look at both sides of it. Like that's, um, that is part of the unknown we talk about between the uh, exactly. years. Exactly. So, yeah. right. The unknown lies in the uncertainty Mm -hmm. yeah and again think about anything that you embarked upon that you were uncertain of how the outcome would be right what you learned was probably greater than that what the outcome actually was and so when we step into the unknown we demystify it and make it known and that path it's not just like a one-step thing it's Mm -hmm. truly a path we learn so much about ourselves. Sure. We also have to respect <laughs> what happens mm-hmm. when we operate in the unknown yeah. and in the right. uncertainty and for how long in like how long is yeah. that path? And it's interesting cuz bringing it tying it to like, you know, actually last week we talked about the between the ears journey like some of those experiences, I mean because they are unknown, thinking back to them from my own experience that uncertainty um yeah, you can really, that's something that people connect to. Like, oh, yeah, I remember feeling, I felt whatever, my heart rate elevated. I started to feel stress in the body. Like, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And the value of uncertainty, that's education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know something. Right. And then you learn it. Then you in, yeah. then you immerse yourself in it and you learn it. Right. So that's the, you it's know, that's thing. where we're at. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uncontrollability. Uncontrollability. Jeez. Hmm. That's like, where I, that's the, I will say that is it, each one of these. It's like, oh yeah, that's actually stressful. This one is, I think a big one for a lot of people this and, is and myself one. included. This is definitely a big one. When we're in an environment that we're unable to control, we feel powerless. Yeah. Got to be honest, hard to find the positive in this one. <sighs> well, I mean, sure you learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, the uncontrollability piece, in my opinion, 
is like the bat signal light, mm-hmm. that big old spotlight kind of thing. Because what that element does is it, it's not about projecting, obviously, the bat symbol, the K-animal symbol in the world, but it's just this giant light source where we then see ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and how we... I think that what it also does is it looks at how safe we feel, mm-hmm. how we want to feel safe, and that's again that's that's very right. very that's natural. The desire to control things, to and control to control your safety and your environment. Yeah, and um, a little bit of there's a little bit of the, like the fear element mm-hmm. of what happens if I lose control. Mm-hmm. And that can be a very powerful energy, but it could also be a very toxic and and catabolic energy as well. But what's interesting is it kind of goes in a circle because you think about like, well, you're trying to control things because of the uncertainty and then surrendering the control is like, okay, I'm going to surrender because I don't know what's going to happen. Right. So it's like this loop. One of the things I think with looking at the uncontrollability factor that isn't is not an it's it is not an invitation to be apathetic and and malevolent Mm -hmm. it's but but really like it's not about you stop making it about you yeah and when we look at on uh when we look at our relationship with control as it relates to let's just say other people in our lives Mm there it's a natural thing to want to control them Mm mm-hmm uh, and it's not so much like from a from a malicious standpoint or a manipulative standpoint, but like we want to feel like we can control them because then we can, you know, because then we can like. Well, maybe not like, them, but control the relationship, control the exchange, control yeah, how wanna, they feel. Like, I don't want you to feel we've gotten into arguments yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like, well, don't get mad at me. It's like, That's well, true. I can't tell you like not to get mad. I don't mean I can't control, control them. them like you're da- making them dance like you're mm-hmm. the puppet master. That's not what I'm. That's not really what I'm saying. But yes, like kind of control their experience because you want it to be a good one. Right. 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 Most you want people to control like the 99, outcome. everybody listening to this is a good, yeah. like this, this is a good, you want group. to control the outcome kind of, of that person's For sure. experience. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't want you to be mad at me. So yeah. I'm going to do this and do that. It's like, well, you don't get to control if I'm going to be mad yeah. at you. Just like yeah. you don't get to control if I'm going to be not mad at you. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at that and when we really look at like, and you cannot control another person. Yeah. I mean, the agency tried to do it back in the day with like MK Ultra and all of that and all this mind control and you know the media is trying to do it now with the net, like sure yes mm-hmm. trying to control humans is you can like, influence people for sure but you cannot ultimately yeah, control without a doubt experience. but you really can't control yeah. people and, but it's and that's and just to tie it to like personal things and experiences I mean that's for sure been my experience with the gym. I want to control in a, it's a good intention. It's not in a, it's not in a negative way, but like I want everybody to have such a good experience. I don't right. want people to be disappointed. Yeah. I want to control that experience. But number one, I can't control other people's experience. And no. number two, I can't control what we can even do when we can open any of those right. things. So it's kind of like there's like multiple levels there of control for people. And when we look at how, what the ratio is, of our efforts and what we try to control that we cannot truly control, it is staggering. So what can we control? Ourselves. Right. We can control how we respond to things and what we choose to do. Yeah. We can control ourselves. We can control how we show up. You can't control your thoughts though. I mean, that's what's interesting. Like, there are certain things. No, you can't control. So, so there's very, very little in this world we actually can control. Like, that's the thing. And that's okay. But again, it's not to be apathetic Mm -hmm. and to be nihilistic. That's not the point of it. And there's a very, you step off the, it's like walking a tightrope. Mm -hmm. That's how, that's how skinny what you can control really is. Mm. The the width of a tightrope, not, not a freeway. Yeah. But like. Choosing to step off of it and be like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to throw my hands up in the air and give up and quit and be nihilistic and say, what's the point of it all? Um, then you're abandoning the very little that you do control. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, within even within ourselves, like, yeah, you don't get to you don't control so many of the systems and processes in your body. And here's why. It would be 
exhausting. Like, yeah. Whoops, I forgot to have my heart Like, beat. keep, like, yeah, you know, keep heart, oh, keep shit. beating the heart. Oh, yeah. keep, oh, you know, all of that. And, like, you just can't do that. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, so you can look at that and be like, all right, what's the point of all of this? What are we, where are we going with it? Novelty, uncertainty, and uncontrollability. Those create and elicit a stress response in our body mm-hmm. and in our minds. All right. Yes. COVID checks all of those boxes with like a fat tip Sharpie. Yeah. And it's been four-ish months. months yeah. Just about four, yeah, months, four months. Five in some parts. And I got it. The world's all different and there's you know people like i see videos and stuff you know china and like they're seems no mass like yeah. seems back to normal and here not so much and everywhere in between nonetheless at we'll just say in this country in countries that are maybe not in the clear or feel like they're sure. in the clear um you are subject to these big three with this, with just coronavirus. Right, with nothing else in your with life. With nothing else yeah. in your life. Then we can layer onto that, well, COVID had an impact at work, which is going to have an impact at home, right. which is going to have p- possibly an impact at your, quote, stress relief, i.e. gym, mm-hmm. Well, and which is going to have yet. an impact on your ability to engage socially and mm-hmm. connect with others and, and, and have quality of life. Your vacation got canceled. You can't travel. Mm-hmm. You can't maybe see the people you love and rely on for, for support and warmth. So you start seeing this and it's like the one little domino. Well, that and is, then you add, as we've said, the temperature. It's summer. It's freaking hot as shit here. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, But I'm just saying you just take one little thing of COVID. Yeah. That's like taking this, this like big old rock and your life was a pond. Mm-hmm. And you just chucked that rock into the center of that pond and the ripple effects and what it's doing is that's now what you're in. Then we look at, yeah, sure, environmentals. Where we are, it's hotter than Hades or the past week or two, it's been like just, just smoking hot. There hasn't really been as much time spent outside Mm -hmm. perhaps because of, you know, whatever. Um, And that's kind of always the case. But then here's the deal. Why is it so hard for me to climatize? It takes about two weeks if you're consistent, if mm-hmm. whatever. Normally. Well, normally. Well, if your system, if you've been coming out of a four-month stressed state, yeah, it your ability to adapt is going to be extended out. So that two-week thing, mm-hmm. you're you're already at a higher threshold. Right. So talk about the threshold. So like right. the one to ten, because I think that helps people. All right. So. I don't know what the technical term. I asked Anthony uh, Falco, mm-hmm. who's a you know doctor of physical therapy, super smart, knows his stuff. I asked him like, "Hey, is there an actual scientific term for your uh, baseline or your chronic, not, not chronic, but like your just resting stress level?" Right. Like if you and, could poke your finger with the thing and yeah. test Yeah. Because like I know that they say like, okay, well HRV can be a, a, a sign of that resting heart rate all of this and it's just like i don't know uh like but what's the act but those are just measurements and metrics of the thing what is the name of the thing so we're just going to refer to it as your baseline level of stress yeah and again this isn't a there's no story to accompany that there's no stigma it's just an absolute like measurement in the body just like you would measure your blood sugar level right so what are you normally if you think about your day if you Mm -hmm. think about your life what do you normally rate yourself? Just what are you kind of normally operating at? What's your baseline? And so for me, we'll just say I'm at like a two. You're at like a 10. <laughs> I'm kidding. For, like, let's just say a four, right? Four. Objectively, let's four just say, hey, yeah. four, right? I'm not like, you know, kind of flowy robes, top of Tibet, monk kind mm-hmm. of Zen master. But I'm also not just like ripping my hair out, just constantly stressed. All my systems yeah. are shutting down. Like just a four, right? You're probably a three and I'm probably a five or a six. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We'll just say four. 
for okay. this mystery person. So you're you're normally sitting at a four. You've gone through four months mm-hmm. of an environment that is 100% novel, uncertain, and you can't control. That has influenced both you individually, your family, your friends, your work, your social life, everything. You think you're still sitting at a four? Okay. No fucking way. Mm-hmm. Without doing anything or while doing something. You just bumped up to like a six or a seven. Right. So now you're, so now this mystery person is at a four after four months of COVID. Their normal resting on any given day they wake up, they're at a six or a seven. Right. So that's just there's not existing much now. of a buffer if 10 is kind of the max. If 10 is the max, if 10 is where your system starts to break. Mm-hmm. All right. And if with chronic stress, there's, you know, you're basically just living in a pool of cortisol. Mm-hmm. You're, immune functions shutting off mm-hmm. your digestion isn't happening right. your gut's a mess i you know all of these right. things and that's just the physical side yeah. the emotional mental side is sure is going to be obviously you know to think too hard to figure out that one so this person there's no buffer basically your your threshold mm-hmm. is super high yeah you're and that's just at a or your, your, your threshold is lowering, really, actually, right. if you think about it. So your, your normal resting stress level, uh, your baseline now, went from a 4 to a 7. So what adds stress? Continuing, if we just take a break from the mm-hmm. novelty, uncertainty, and uncontrollability. Well, what else adds stress? The very thing you use for stress relief mm-hmm. creates the stress. You need the stress mm-hmm. to create the adaptation. Right. Okay, well... Are you working out seven times a week? What does your workouts look like? How are you approaching right. your workouts? What else adds stress? Nutrition. Mm-hmm. How is the eating going? What else adds stress? Alcohol. Yeah. Uh, work. Social things. The news. Social media. Mm-hmm. Look at all of the things. And that if we you think used ab- to do at a certain amount that was yeah. okay and was not as devastating. But now you don't have that. You don't have the buffer. You're not. You're skating on thin ice. You're literally skating on thin ice. And so if it's like, man, I don't know. Um, I used to be okay with the news. Now I I go to it Mm -hmm. and it just makes me super angry. Why is that? Well, because you're no longer at a four. You woke up, bang, seven. And so um, if you, if you, if like what I would encourage everyone to do, and we're doing it as well, we've been doing it, is being like, okay, don't judge the stress, mm-hmm. right? Don't think about that as actually the, like to find it, think more of the symptoms or the, or, uh, the influence of it. Mm-hmm. What elicits a response from you that you engage in your life? Mm-hmm. That will tell you how <laughs> it's level of stress. Mm-hmm. For example, pick, it, pick, pick, your, pick your side, CNN or Fox News. Mm-hmm. Or that one person on Instagram that you know is going to post pro-Trump, pro, Trump, mm-hmm. pro, or you know, pro Antifa, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just pick whatever. Mm-hmm. Pick whatever elicits a response from you, and just notice. Okay, when do I flare up? Mm-hmm. What are the symptoms that I flare up with? How does that go? Right. That's going to tell you what you're exposing yourself to from a from a stress level, right? And so. When we think about already being at a seven, not changing anything, Mm -hmm. perhaps not changing any of our exposure, you can't escape stress. You need stress, healthy amounts and this and that. So the point is you need to make some adjustments. (laughs) I mean, that's really, and I think there's a lot of things that people that, you know, are attached to that don't want to because we normally look at exercise or whatever as like well that's like healthy it's hard for people to see it as okay it is still healthy we just have to make some edits we can't just keep doing what we always did um when we're in this this stress state so it's like okay i might need to change some things that i didn't used to have to change and work 
versus just like pounding myself into the ground work with myself but I wanted to just go back and I know you talk about this this is like a major part of not a major part but you address this in the in the seminar the BT seminar the online one but like for people who maybe don't understand very quickly because you kind of ran through it like and I like the explanation of hey like back in the caveman days you're being chased by a tiger you're stressed all of the energy is going towards running from the tiger that's what the job of cortisol is I mean you're just like okay here we go there's a purpose to it when you're running from a tiger you're not thinking about digesting food you're not thinking your body is not worried about any other function other than running so everything goes to that to your point about like why the your gut health all those things when you're in a chronically stressed state your body doesn't know it just is like we're just always running we're just running from this tiger mm-hmm. all the time and that's when people experience like yes gut problems other problems in the body because quite simply the body is just not giving a shit about those areas because it's in that stress state mm-hmm. so for people that are like oh yeah that's weird i started feeling like yeah i have more stomach problems my digestion is not good mm-hmm. um you know my breathing whatever those things are it's like right that's also a symptom of like oh i'm probably my body's doing what it's, it's supposed to do but yeah. it's just not in the appropriately matched up you're not running from a tiger so um so that's where like the exercise well sure when you're in a normally you know we're meant to like yep cortisol is up pushing the sled going hard whatever but we certainly don't want to just add now to your body thinking you're doing that all the time and so what would be the how do you kind of mitigate that then like when we know exercise is good for us but now you're saying it's adding stress so we just don't work out like that's not the answer so what's the answer to some of yeah and so you know that that stress response Cortisol is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Cortisol is kind of like a diesel fuel where it's for the long term. So there's like a quick electrical response. So there's this thing called like the HPA axis. There's, you know, norepinephrine and all of the noradrenaline gets released. And there's a very fast and a very immediate response to a stress. And that's going to be like elect- electrical. Okay. But that burns fast. Got it. So then the system's like, well, what the fuck? We need to keep, like, we're not out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. Well, then it asks, then the cortisol production kicks on. And it's like, all right, this can sustain us for whatever it might be. Sure. Now, in doing so, because it's energy, it's, it's costly, things that need and require energy, digestion. Get deprioritized. Rep- reproduction yeah. functions. In many ways, a lot of cognitive types of things where mm-hmm. you can't be contemplating this, right. that, or the other. You don't need to do complex math. Yeah, you no. just need to fucking You need math. to get the fuck yeah. out of there. Um, so, yeah, that has... So the, so then if we think about that being at a chronic level or mm-hmm. consistent and elevated, uh, shit. Yeah. Brain <laughs> start fog. To, start I to kind of think, why can't I focus? It's yeah. like, well... You know? Attention span. How then you well, add Instagram how... to that, and it's like you're already functioning at a poor attention span. Yeah. And then because you can't focus, you go online, you start to scroll, and then that impacts your function more, and it's yeah. kind of an endless loop and add yeah. stress and so on and so forth. Yeah. So yeah, so like what I don't like what would be so what's the we're kind of giving everybody like here's the predicament we're in. What are things people can do what's the so as for the question about exercise the answer is not don't exercise right because we need stress to also build resiliency and, and adapt from mm-hmm. it's always going to be about how how you exercise not all exercise is created equal 99 mm-hmm. percent of the free online crossfit classes are dog shit yeah they're not doing you any they're not doing you anything for your fitness mm-hmm. They're making, they're giving you a little pseudo hit. Right. Your heart rate got up, you sweated sure, a bit, we know you when checked you out, do, blah, blah, blah. When you move, you get the endorphin eye. Great. Yeah, That's great. not. But, you know, constantly doing 20 to 30 minutes of that, yeah. right? Likewise, if you just pound the weights mm-hmm. all the time and you're sitting at a seven and you just pound yourself with weights, right. heavy, 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 heavy. Yeah. 
that's also stress. Yeah, you're and because well, why? Well, because you're not gonna be able to recover from mm-hmm. it. Because if you're at a sitting at a seven, you think your recovery is gonna kick right. on. Like this isn't like oh no, I've got one bucket that's recovery. I've got one bucket that's stress. I've got one bucket that's muscle. Mm-hmm. Like it, no, it's one. It's yeah. all the same bucket. So your recovery is going to be directly influenced by your stress. Mm-hmm. Sleep. When you're stressed out, how do you sleep? Oh, my mind's racing at night. This, that, the other. Well, yeah. What do we do? Well, I take, I have a couple of drinks, pop a, pop a Xanax, and you know, I get to sleep. Yeah, it's like your yeah. eyes were shut and you weren't conscious. Right. You weren't fucking sleeping. You're just digging the hole deeper. And so we cannot be so Western with it and compartmentalize and have like, you know, the Dewey Decimal system mm-hmm. for our bodies. That's what we, that's, that's how we approach so much of this stuff. And it's like, that's not working. Right. Cause that's the, then it's just like, I'm going to have a prescription right. for that, a prescription so, for this. So, and it bah, sounds bah, bah. like, I think one of the problems is the chasing that next hit is really where the, the pitfall of the exercise is. Chasing the next kind of, and it sounds like any one thing is also the problem. There's no one, like, okay, so you can take long distance endurance efforts. Mm-hmm. Like, if all you do is that, that's going to be a pitfall. If all you do is weight training, that's going to be a pitfall. If all you do is just... CrossFit 20 minute workouts. That's it's this like one dimensional thing that doesn't take into account anything else. And it's just hitting the same thing over and over and over again. That, that is kind of, I would of say, problem. I would say that that those are factors that can contribute to mm-hmm. problems. Now, that being said, everybody is different and somebody that does ultra distance running. Yeah. They're probably not going to start deadlifting. Mm-hmm. Somebody that only does CrossFit. I mean, they're not they're not interested in going for a long slow bike. Yeah. Somebody that does powerlifting, bodybuilding, they're not going they don't want to do cardio. They don't yeah. want to waste their time. They don't want to lose their gains. So everybody is different. And for sure, I respect that. And that's a beautiful thing that people can do what they mm-hmm. enjoy. So continue continuing, yes, like you, you you do have to do the things you enjoy. Connecting to like what does bring you joy out of it? How is it going? Like what is your presence with it mm-hmm. um is important but at the same time also know that everything you do is like there's a bit of a pro and a con if you are feeling like yeah fuck like i am having brain frog i am having a bit of this frustration i'm just kind of feeling down and i don't feel like myself then i would say okay we, we we might be uh you know maybe imbalanced as far mm-hmm. as what we are doing yeah so maybe you are doing Sure. That kind of stuff. And here's the thing, too, with a lot of it. And, and this is where, and you know, I had a client this morning. We were talking about this, especially in workouts. I get to check out mm-hmm. during workouts. I get to check out. I get to, it's a stress relief. Um, I don't have to think about anything. And it's like, it's, it's just that. And it's like, I, I get that, of course. Different kinds of workouts are going to do mm-hmm. that differently. But if if we don't actually prioritize our experience and mm-hmm. feel ourselves and what it is to be alive and we neglect ourselves through the workout and all we think about is getting it over with. Mm-hmm. So when, and when you check out of a workout, basically all you're doing is saying, I just want to get this thing mm-hmm. over with, not learning about it. So that's where the objective becomes the outcome. Mm-hmm. And the, and, and the attachment is with the outcome. I did 20 reps. The workout was 15 minutes. Sled did get here or there. Mm-hmm. And so we make it not about ourselves. The whole point of exercise and fitness is to make it about you. So kind of having that, that thing. And the other thing is like, if you're running away all the time, you're going to get tired of that. Mm-hmm. Right? There's only so much you can run away. And I think we can be tactful tactical tactical and strategic in building ourselves back up when we stop running away and we face the lion and we just are like all right i'm gonna slay that motherfucker Mm -hmm. and there's like that's as primal as it gets could you imagine if we never actually speared them down and, and, and what that did. Mm-hmm. So we can't just run away. Avoidance is not an effective course of action. Yeah. And so how does that relate to novelty, uncertainty, and uncontrollability? Well, and this is what I would, what, what I've kind of been playing around with. 
Let's go through novelty. What does that mean? Well, this is new. Okay, great. From a mindset perspective, from an involved perspective, it's an opportunity for you to learn something. Be curious with that. If you can be curious, you're also in a part of your system that is like super, super positive. Mm-hmm. If, if you, and it's hard to do, it truly is hard to do. If you are not, if you're like, I just can't be curious, this is definitely like a little bit of a rabbit hole and not, you know, and everybody's going to be in a different spot for how much they want to engage with it. But like, if you're not being curious, you're, you're totally, you're in shutdown. Mm-hmm. And we have to talk about that first before it's, just, it's not like you just flip the curiosity switch. You're right. You cannot be curious because your body is saying there's no fucking time to be curious mm-hmm. because I'm just completely shut down and immobilized and, and life is at risk, threat, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, novelty let me learn about this simple thing you showed that in your workout Mm -hmm. you did things that you don't normally do you were alert you were you kind of like all right like power's on and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna engage it and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna feel for it it wasn't just about okay you're gonna get the weight from here to there right or you're gonna you know take the online course but blast through it and trust me i've done that with online courses and anybody that's been in the military when the training thing comes around, it's just like click, 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 click. Oh, fuck, I got to take the quiz. You know, or then it's like you get to that one slide where you have to watch the video and you're like, are you kidding me? I got to watch this five minute thing. Anyway, um, it's not just about, you know, blasting through it. Mm-hmm. It's be, be present, be engaged, be curious with it. Learn something. Your body, your system responds very, very well. It's, being able to learn, being a student is really a, it's really a gift. And um, that's something. Yeah, sure. You can learn about yourself. There's a million different things you can do. Yeah. Obviously, between the ears is like super effective for people, but not everybody's there yet. You know, um, most people aren't. So that's what you can do with novelty. With uncertainty, this is something I teach people too, is the acronym NATO. Mm-hmm. Not attached to the outcome. You think about uncertainty, you don't know how it's going to go. How it's going to go is the end state, is the conclusion is the outcome. Mm-hmm. So then if you attach yourself to what you don't know, you're also kind of foregoing uh, you know, your own control and whatnot. And you're, you're really putting yourself at a risk for something that you're just, you're just gambling with yourself, right. essentially. So applying that mindset of not being attached to the outcome, it's not, it's not, um, not giving a fuck about the outcome. No, the outcome is obvious, like, is obviously still something that we need to consider. Mm -hmm. We're just not attaching ourselves to it because we also recognize there's, there's so many factors that create the unknown, but being engaged in the pursuit of the uncertainty, making the known known. That's how the, but you have to do that. And then, um, uncontrollability, look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's really all about you and asking yourselves like, what, what in my life can I truly control? What in my life do I try to control? Mm -hmm. And just See what yeah, see what kind of comes up. Yeah, it's all gonna it's always gonna all come mm-hmm. back down to awareness. But what we're doing with it is we're we're kind of oscillating between back and forth from the internal and the external. Mm-hmm. And again, there's a, there's a whole bit on that in the seminar. But that is the environment that we inhabit. Yeah, that we live in, and we have to be mindful of both of them. It's my belief that. We really have to prioritize our internal uh, because that's, again, a lot of where the control is, but also have that respect for it of how it's being influenced by the external. Because if all you did was focus on you, and you completely lost touch in reality and didn't see yeah, the external, yeah. then, it's, then, you know, and we know that. And we know those people. Um, anyway. That's kind of... yeah. I think that's, it's a lot, but it's definitely, it's a tool. It's tools that people can apply. And, and I would suggest, like, to your point, like, starting with, 
I think the curiosity thing is, I don't mean like the easiest, but the most approachable, you know, like, well, depending upon where you are. Well, I mean like, okay, it's, it's one of those things that there are things in your life. You could pick a number of things, curious about other people in your life, curious with a hobby, curious with your workouts. You know, there's, there are some things for, and I guess maybe just speaking personally for me, like tackling the control thing feels a little bit more challenging. So with, I guess for most people finding one of them yeah, for sure. that you feel like, okay, this is one that I can start, start with the one that you feel like you can really. Anybody I, listening to novelty being, this is new. I don't know mm-hmm. about this. What is this? Uncertainty being, okay, I'm in the unknown. I don't know how it's going to go. And uncontrollability meaning I I'm no powerless. Yeah. Novelty, uncertainty, uncontrollability. One of those rose to the surface for you. Yeah. Go with that one. Right. Whatever that is. Don't think about it. Don't analyze it. Don't, yeah. well, this, that. Don't start thinking about how mm-hmm. it's going to No, 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 no. Yeah. Whatever rose to the surface, go. Run yeah. with that. And... Because that's your system yeah. kind of also telling yourself. That's and going, your intuition. And going full circle back to the sort of rating yourself. Yeah, just having, I think that's good to give yourself a little permission to check in with like where you are on that scale of one to 10. Obviously, like it doesn't really, like where you think you were, where you think you feel like you are. Like you said, noticing like what heightens that stress for you. Um, and just making those adjustments. Like we've definitely had to make adjustments and not and I'll speak for myself some of them I like fought for sure like no I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna fight myself and like I'm doing this workout or whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like well okay why like you know you can't like to your point like you're gonna lose that battle and specifically as it relates to COVID because it would be remiss not to say it like one of the things you mentioned as a result of stress is your immune system being compromised. So it isn't just, this isn't just about like, well, yes, we all would like to enjoy our life. It's also like very much about like preserving your physical body. Yeah. Um, So just taking a look at that because it is sort of this weird, like dog chasing its tail with the stress and then this fear of getting COVID, but the stress is impacting that you have a more, you're at more risk because your immune system's compromised because of the stress. And then you're stressed. You know what I mean? It's like trying to pause and stop the cycle here for a second, I think is really what the, in, you know, looking at these things can do. So, yeah. And I think, you know, when you, when you were speaking about that, I was just kind of thinking like, and I'm going to ask myself this question and I'm going to reflect on it. I'm going to journal about it. I'm going to, and I've, I don't know. I guess I have been asking myself this for a couple of years now, especially through some dark times, like, you know, maybe it's time to change. Yeah. Maybe it's time to change. And I get it. <laughs> That's easy to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Harder to answer through action. Uh, but if you don't change, like if you're unwilling to change, that's a problem. Yeah. You are able to change. Uh, so given this whole thing, like, yeah, you know, I think we're all, what we're all seeing across the, across our society, across our really in many ways, our war, the world, we need to change. Yeah. We need to change. And that has to happen at the individual level before it can happen at the collective level. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, depending upon how these things manifest and, 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 and how your experience has been. And, you know, if you've gone through the past four months without being stressed out, please let me know. Yeah. I would like to, I'm serious. I would like to have a chat mm-hmm. and, and hear your story. Um, and I hope it's not one of denial, but maybe we have to look at this whole situation being something that is like, yeah, it's easy to turn it and make it a negative and it's easy to politicize it and it's easy to, tur- you know, whatever death and people, people dying is never a, a joyous thing. Um, but maybe it's actually the world <laughs> yeah, giving us a for, giant yeah. fucking warning sign right. saying something like, Hey asshole, you need to change. Right. Right. Cause none of the small signs have worked. No, date. none yeah. of the small signs have yeah. worked. So, I and think... so, 
Yeah. You know, be, 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 but again, be, be compassionate with yourself. Be curious with yourself. Be, uh, try to suspend judgment and, and shame and guilt and view it as an opportunity. And yeah. that's, that's really all there is. All right. All right. Somehow kept that under an hour. Um, hopefully it was pretty good. If you guys found it useful, valuable, whatever, let us know. If you thought it was crap, let us know. Um, want to engage further, obviously there, have the seminar, have yeah, we the have... practice. Like if you actually want to do the work, mm-hmm. the practice will provide you the opportunity yeah. so there's the the online seminar that goes into there's no workout there that's no. it that's a one-on-one and for people that are wondering you book that session you live go through it with people um yeah. there is some opportunity for coaching throughout the month there the, is a full month of coaching with right that. i yeah um obviously the practice but then you are opening the gym soon yeah. but you've already actually started taking clients so yeah. for people that are like really also looking for help with okay i would like to figure out more from the physical side workouts like that's a great place for them to start with you too so yeah. definitely a lot happening so if you're interested in what we have going on keep, keep your eyes peeled because it's going to be a lot in the next month or so yeah and you finished up the women's program yeah tonight Tonight is um, the last call. We have a very special guest tonight. Oh. Yeah. Who? You. Uh, the founder. Oh. The founder and creator now. of Between the Years. Careful. Um, I feel like I should need to change that. That's not really. I mean. Anyway. But, um, but I'm thinking of offering a version of that for people to do on their own. Okay. Um, for women. So that's also Non-guided. something. Non-guided. Non, yeah, we've been doing things live. Right. We've had live calls. It wouldn't include that. It would be kind of the weekly themes, uh, the videos, the guests, but not um, not a live kind of interaction. Right, so. right, right, right. But uh, yeah, so we have a lot going on. That's Very it. cool. All right, then. Okay. Thanks for listening. Let us know if, well, I don't know. Whatever. Let us know whatever. All right, talk to you next week. <laughs>